All right. Are you recording? Yeah, it's recording now. Hi, welcome to Sam and Ross like stuff or things. I like things. Hi, welcome to Sam and Ross Like Things, the show where Sam and Ross talk about things that they like. Sam, this is Ross, by the way. Hello. Hi, this is Sam. Um, we should. What if we started by talking about why we're recording us talking about why we like things? Not why we like things, the things we like. Sure. Uh, there are a lot of shows on the internet and discussion on the internet that are critiques of things, that are doing good work. You know, deconstructing stuff in the world and saying, you know, why this is important, why this isn't important, why this is a part of this certain ism, why this isn't part of this certain ism, and all that's good, but sometimes I just like hearing about things that people like and why they like them without having to uh, hedge and say, I like this, but I realize that it's not fully respect that like Pizza Hut lunch buffet right I realize that most aspects of that are horrible but it tastes delicious for the 10 minutes I'm eating it yeah tastes like home for a lot of folks yeah cool but we don't then talk about the um, evils of the of the the black market pizza black market pizza industry yeah yeah so we're just going to talk about stuff we like and why we like it um, it's okay if you don't like these things. It is okay if you really think that we shouldn't like them either. And you're happy to tell us uh, through our web form we haven't made yet. <laughs> and we will read it and listen. But that's not what this show is about. But I would love to hear things that other people like. Yes. Especially things that are, that are very specific and they're very enthusiastic about. Yes. Let's start with an example. Ross. Yes. I know that for lunch almost every day, you have a very special treat in your lunch That's container right. that makes you very happy. Can you tell me about that? Yes. Uh, one, of, one of the things I like, Sam, is Kroger brand string cheese. It is by far the most superior spring cheese, spring cheese, string cheese on the market for spring or summer or any time, really, any time of the year. Kroger brand string cheese is the best. It's cheap. It's, the packaging is a little, is, is, uh, it's like a fun game. Can you get it right? Can you open it correctly or not? Uh, but the taste is the best. It's the best. It's the stringiest. It's not highfalutin. It's like the working man's string cheese. Um, it's the best. So I usually have a one Kroger brand string cheese, KBSC, as we call it, and an apple for lunch. Um, have you ever had the Kroger brand string cheese? I don't know that I've had Kroger brand. It's important that it be Kroger brand. Mm-hmm. Um, one time, or you know, we won't name names, but like, if you end up with a, with a, with a more like exotic brand of string cheese that you might think would be better, like Horizons, not to name names, but Her- Horizons, is that the one with the Happy Cow cartoon? Yes. Horizons? It's organic. I mean, that's cool, but like the taste is, is like a... The specific taste of Kroger's brand of string cheese. Is, is perfect. Perfect. Is perfect. I think it's because it's like a weird... Maybe it's not really cheese. Maybe it's maybe maybe it's something. Maybe it's like a cheese product or something. I don't know. The ingredients say cheese. I look, uh, but it's just so good. Other stuff is is. Uh, do you ever eat a lot of cheese and then you feel like it's like caught in the back of your throat? Do you get this? Flemmy. Yeah, because it's like too real. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't have that problem with the Kroger brand string cheese. There's no flemmy. 
it's got a nice pull to it as well. Um, like a kind of kind of a corollary to my favorite thing about Kroger Brand String Cheese, like a sub favorite thing. Is that okay? Yes. Um, watching other people eat string cheese, I think, is a is a very amusing and wonderful thing. Yeah. Um, especially adults, I think it's made for children because there's a lot of. Uh, uh, you, you have like the distance to convey a piece of string cheese from your from your hands, which are in front of you, to your mouth is short enough, where it's like a it's like an uncanny valley of short and long. It's like right in in the middle, where you have to do kind of a lot of effort to get it from your from where you're holding naturally holding the string cheese into your mouth. But the the things your hands and mouth do to to facilitate that transaction are amusing to watch. Do you um, ever just do you always eat it the same way, or do you vary based on your mood? Oh, always the same way. I always, I'm, I'm a puller. I'm a stringer. It, it doesn't make any sense to, to chomp. You're a chomper. I have been known to eat string cheese like it was a slim jim. Yeah. That's. I mean, this is a show about liking things. So I'm, I accept. I accept your. I'm point of open. View. Open that there's a there's a a way that brings you joy. Yeah. It's, uh, it just seems counter, counterintuitive, or uh, not counterintuitive, against the point of string cheese, <laughs> against the very nature of string cheese, to not string it. That's what it's there for. It's for the stringing. Um, so I never chomp. I always, I always try. I like to, as small as you can get, as small as you can string. That's what I'm looking for. Which is why, nice, sometimes the Kroger brand string cheese, it's a lot of talk about string cheese, by the way. Sometimes the Kroger brand string cheese, you can get it so fine and thin, it's like you're eating hair. Which sounds gross. <laughs> but delicious hair. Delicious hair. So, when did you first have Kroger brand string cheese? When did you discover that it was the best? So it's, we've had it. I guess we have a, a small child. He's not small anymore. He's like a six and a half year old child. So we've had it as like a accoutrement for lunch for a while, and we always go to Kroger. So it's always the cheapest one. So it just kind of ended up as a thing in our home, and then. Um, Susan, my good friend Susan, and I were talking one day. We both had Kroger Brand string cheese for lunch, and then we had this big moment, an aha moment, a TEDx moment, where we realized we both loved Kroger Brand string cheese in a way that's maybe unnatural, and in a more than just liking kind of way. And so then, ever since then, it's kind of become a thing. Right now, in the fridge right there, there's, a, there's like a huge bag of Kroger Brand string cheese. It's not communal, though. It's Susan, so don't, <laughs> don't go in there. That was a lot of string cheese talk. So I like I like Kroger Brand string cheese. So I have your list here of things. So before we started, we came up with a list. Yeah. And then you asked me, you chose. I chose from the list. From the list. It wasn't that random. I really wanted to hear about string cheese. Okay, yeah. And so your list, I want to hear about, um, on here you have a couple media properties. Sure. Um, and there are ones that I definitely want to hear about, but I think the thing I want to hear about today is this particular book which is also very dear to me. Yeah. Um, a children's book. Tell me about a children's book you like that is on your list. I have to look at my list. It is The Phantom Tollbooth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it um, was a book that I was assigned for Futura, which is the, or was the Loudoun County pull your kid, pull the uh, quote-unquote, gifted and talented kids out of their regular classes once a week program. And I didn't read it for that because I never read anything that was I had assigned. Uh, but then later, I just 
read it and really enjoyed it, and it's almost become a comfort book for me. What? How old were you when you read it? How old were you when you were pulled out of class to read it? I was like then, third or fourth grade. And then when did you ultimately end up reading it? Um, probably it might have not been uh, till late high school or college until like when I was a young grown up. Right. And I would pick it up again and just even reading just parts of it. So there are great quotes like about how the princesses of rhyme and reason describe the world and education. There's a whole lot of meat in that book that you didn't necessarily pick up as a kid. Yeah. And I still use phrases from it like I'm in the doldrums. Mm -hmm. I'm just driving around not doing anything. And um, don't say there's nothing to do in the doldrums. Have you seen the movie? I not in a long time. Classic. But I bought myself the um, annotated Phantom Tollbooth as a Christmas present to myself one time. So it's got all these little margin notes describing like what in, what went into each chapter and phrase and stuff, and what Norton just it's Norton Juster. Um, uh, was going on in his brain and where the art came from and stuff like that. Did he did he write other things? You know, not that I'm aware of. I'm sure maybe he did. I can look at Wikipedia like you can, but I'm not sure. Um, for a while, I pitched. To, <laughs> we didn't end up having any boys, but Milo was on my short list of boy nice. names. Um, my mom read that to me when I was a child. Well, so that's it, great. Yeah, so it's like a very yeah, it feels very comforting to me too. We had the we had the movie on beta. I don't mean to jump in on your thing. You no, like, do I like this thing too. Um, we had a Betamax version or the movie on Betamax for us, and so we watched it like a billion times. I recommend. I don't even know if it exists. If, if it exists, you should Netflix it and and watch it. Uh, there's lots of good songs, and the animation style is the same as the as the book. Um, so it's cool to look at. I love the adventure and. The motley crew that gets assembled, yeah. Like you, you get Milo and you get Tot. They're like the, the core, but then like the humbug comes in, yeah. And the humbug's like, you'd think he would ruin everything, and he doesn't. Yeah, he just helps out. Have you read this to any of your children? I read it to my oldest daughter, and I, she enjoyed it. I think at this point because I was reading to her, right. And a lot of the stuff is still. Um, I think there for adults in the way that good kids' movies or kids' books have stuff that's there to amuse adults, too. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of puns. Yeah, some of the wordplay is advanced. Yeah. And having to read all of the all of the, the Dictionopolis yeah. uh, people, like the undersecretary of, uh -huh. I forget his name, undersecretary of whatever. They all say the same thing in slightly different ways. And yeah. I remember uh, my oldest daughter did get scared and this is the time when she was starting to get scared of books like they're going in to see the meet the witch mm -hmm. and then i had to explain she hadn't learned about homophones <laughs> yet so i'm like no it's not a witch it's a witch it's like what <laughs> no it, i'm not a witch i'm a witch which is in a great in-universe response right but like, oh well i'll just keep reading she's not like that type of witch she's someone who decides which words you use yeah, I feel like it's a perfect book for someone who's like, just, uh, like their brain has 
has just grokked language. Yeah. And, and then you get the book, and you're like, oh, man, I know about all these things. This yes. is like a cool way of illustrating it to me. So I think that, you know, third or fourth grade, had I been a person who did assignments, <laughs> it's not a bad time to try reading it. But yeah, it's a comfort book. It's like a, like a blanket. Yeah. And I can open it up to any chapter and find a part that I want to read. Does it sit by your bathroom, your toilet, as a book to pick up while you're on the toilet? Do you guys have those? <laughs> no. Um, I mean, I put that on my list of things I like. Books toilet books? My, yeah. <laughs> no, um, it's by my bed, though. Oh, that's the same. Bed, yeah. toilet. No, I, I, I think those two things are different. <laughs> different. <laughs> but I get that, that they serve similar. Um, I'll just pick it up and read it. Yeah. So I've got two copies. I've got the annotated one and then my you know, reader copy that gets read. Which one do you prefer reading? Um, the, the paperback is lighter. Yeah. So I can just read that. But, but yeah. Doing seri- serious scholarly work. Of course, I'll get up the annotated one. Of course, of course. So All that's right. two things that we like. Yeah. It's Kroger and String Cheese. And the Phantom Told Me. And the Phantom Told Me. So this is good. It's good. This is the first inaugural Sam and Ross like things. 1.0. All right. Boop.